At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Episode 199 of Top Rope Nation, a real special show for you. We've got the fantasy draft back for you. We did three of these last summer. They are all kind of a hit with the listeners, and we thought we would be doing them maybe once a month, maybe once every other month. Turns out it's been about six months, but uh, it's WrestleMania (laughs) season, so we put one together. Uh, Like I said, it's 199, so this is kind of setting the stage for the big episode 200 next week which we're really looking forward to we'll talk more about that uh at the end of the show but uh before we get going here i want to introduce everyone that's on the call tonight because i have the usual two co-hosts and then we got a special guest with us so uh before i throw it to the special guest justin and kyle we had quite the show on sunday evening we are now recording as aew dynamite is about to go off the air so they've they've done their best to explain what happened uh, with uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston at the end at the end of the broadcast there on Revolution, but Justin, how's your spirits tonight in comparison with Sunday night? How you doing, man? I already hate my draft. <laughs> I already hate it. <laughs> Selling this thing hard. It's, it's already gone horribly. <laughs> Go ahead and tune out, people. <laughs> oh. oh man, it's it's going to be difficult. We're we'll explain the rules. It's pretty wide ranging though. It, it'll get you in the mood for WrestleMania. It'll get you in the mood to go back and relive some of these old matches on the network while you still can. Uh, Kyle yeah. Ross, on that note, how are you doing? Are you making use of your long-lasting WWE archive that you've had for the last, what, seven years? It's about to uh, get pretty bare bones for a few months. Yeah, trying to cram in the last bit of world class that I haven't watched. I'll tell you that much right there. But uh, I have two comments I would like to make uh, at the opening here, Mr. Speaker of the House. Number one, uh, <laughs> this is the week, uh, and I always love to talk old stuff, as the listeners know, but this is definitely a week I'm glad we're talking about old stuff because my spirit, anyone who listened to that show Sunday Night Knows, is rather broken right now with 2021 professional wrestling. And number two, uh, Justin Joint was the one who came up with this specific draft idea. And uh, when we were planning out when we would be recording this, uh, you know, I, dare I say he almost seemed a little perturbed when I said, ah, I can go whenever. I don't need any more prep time. Justin, let me tell you right now, I've been preparing 30 years for this podcast, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle doesn't win this draft, man. Something is wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, since it is, it's a pretty special draft. I think this is going to be a really fun one. We wanted to get a guest on the line. We've had guests for the other three drafts that we did. I was trying to think back. We did the Ric Flair draft. I think we had Nick Diaz from Vet- Veterans Minimum from the Blue Wire Network. He was on that show with us. We had uh, Alfred Kanawha from Forbes on our Undertaker draft. 
And then we had our good friend Liam O'Rourke on our SummerSlam's Greatest Matches draft. So that was June, July, mm-hmm. and August. Now for tonight, we went out and we got ourselves a big time star. As I was selling this, as he rolls his eyes, <laughs> as I was selling this on <laughs> Sunday night, I even said to the listeners, now this guy was recently on a billboard in Times Square. <laughs> it's our good buddy from Twitch, GameStop TV, longtime friend of mine, Adrian F.E. Okadrian. What's going on? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Last time we spoke was... Uh, I had you on the show about the AEW video game news, like right after they did that uh, announcement on YouTube. And the funny thing is, we've had the exact same amount of news from that point till now. How about <laughs> yeah, that? I haven't learned much else since then. Nothing's changed since then. I, I guess we got you back on a little earlier than you went. You know, your first appearance on the show was about a, a year before that. And after the AEW video game show, I said, well, we'll get you back on a little bit sooner. And I assumed it was going to be to talk about video game news, but... It hasn't happened, as you said. So uh, we're here for the draft. I think you'll be great on this show. Uh, you're a long, long time fan. Like I told the listeners the first time you're on the show, we met each other in what 1998, uh, taking part in an eFed back in the the internet's infant days, I guess, when eFeds were really big. So it was yeah. a glorious day, and it was funny too because meeting you was the ah oh, sucks one of the best moments of my life. Oh. Because I had just left an eFed that was based on quantity where a dude named Sid Vicious, role-playing obviously, was champion because he put out like these 4 million text messages that were just, I'm going to beat you and I'm going to beat you. You can't stop me. I'm going to beat you. And I got a chair and I'm going to beat you. And eight emails a day like that, he's going to stay champion. But with you, we actually had to do quality in our Fed. <laughs> it was about the actual interview process. That was yeah. a great turning point in my life. We were very competitive in, in that. Uh, if you guys don't know what this is, basically... You would like write up role plays. Uh, it'd be like your wrestler giving a promo, and whoever wrote the best role plays would win the match. And uh, honest to God, I think that experience in eFeds back when I was 15 years old made me like a way better writer than I was to that point in time. And you know, obviously got into writing a little bit, covering the wrestling industry. And I don't know that I would have been doing that without the eFed experience. And uh, hey, made a really good friend out of it, longtime friend over 20 years now. Hard to believe. So. Uh, I was telling the other guys, Adrian, you're a longtime fan. You're pretty similar to us. You've been watching since childhood. You have a good knowledge on the history of the wrestling industry. So I think it'll be a great addition on this draft. Yeah, man. I, I love wrestling and any chance to get to talk about it. I'm I'm happy. I don't really care about conversations in public, but if someone just mentions three initials, I'm like, what'd you say? Who? <laughs> what match? You're a wrestling fan? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Take much. We get it. So Justin, you came up with the concept. So do you want to explain to the listeners uh, what the rules are? Because this is going to be a five-round fantasy draft centered on WrestleMania. Now explain the types of matches that we're going to be picking tonight. Yeah, so uh, unlike our other ones where we just kind of pick our favorite or what we think are the best matches, uh, this time around we have uh, five categories that we're, we're each one. So the first one is a world title match. Uh, second is an intercontinental or United States title, if you're a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> next, we have a tag match. Because when I originally was putting this together, I had tag title match. But if you give it even two min- minutes of thought, you realize, uh, I'm going to give this to Kyle. Kyle, when you think about the history of tag title matches at WrestleMania, what do you think? It's not fucking good. 
<laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, so for tag match, it can be any kind of tag match. Uh, then we have a non-title singles match, which give it any thought, that's the majority of the good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, wild card, where you can take anything you want. All right. So, yeah, we'll do five rounds. It's snake style. We did a, a lottery just before we went on the air to decide the draft order. Um, the draft order is going to be Kyle picking first, Adrian number two, me three, Justin four. Ooh. Yeah, tough spot there. <laughs> but he gets two He gets two picks in a row. So uh, there you go. Maybe that'll help you boost your draft. Uh, you'll have two picks on the board before any of the rest of us. Maybe that'll help out. But uh, before we get to it, guys, we're going to start with round one here in just a second. Let's get the plugs out of the way. This show is airing on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nation. If you want to help out the show, head on over to youtube.com slash Nation. Subscribe to the channel. Give the video a thumbs up. Of course, we're also available wherever podcasts are found. You can find the show on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, anywhere you find podcasts, topropenation.com. And like I said at the top of the show, next week is going to be episode 200, and it's going to be a mailbag show. Uh, so if you want to get those questions in, the entire show is just going to be dictated by the listeners. Whatever you want to hear us talk about, old wrestling, new wrestling, get those questions in, the history of the show, whatever you want it to be. Uh, topropenation at gmail.com is the email address. If we read your question on the air during episode 200, I will send you a free Top Rope Nation sticker in the mail uh, another place you can get those questions in i will have a thread going on our facebook discussion group so go to facebook.com search top rope nation pro wrestling discussion and you can find the thread there and then just in the comments uh, leave a question i'll pick from there too for episode 200 next week so with all that being said round number one of the wrestlemania fantasy draft over to you kyle what do you got well, I don't think there's any need to overthink this one. Uh, I am taking the number one match on my board, as I am able to. Uh, Bret Hart, Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13, submission match. This is my non-title singles match. Imagine, for over a decade, you fought to reach the pinnacle of your profession. Through sweat and dedication, you've earned the respect of fans, friends, and even your adversaries. Then, you walk away. When you return six months later, nothing is the same. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. There are no friends. There's kind of a new motto in the World Wrestling Federation. You scratch my back and I'll stab yours. There is no respect. Everybody in that dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Even your fans have changed. At the heart of this change is a man who spits in the face of your every accomplishment. Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. He has gained fame by attacking you physically and verbally. I already wrote it on my draft board. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to pick. <laughs> we've all, I mean, we've all said that that's our favorite WrestleMania match of all time. So I, I, I pretty much figured that's what was going to go. I, yeah. Nice best match, in, best match in company history. Easily an argument for that. I probably would have picked it if I was number one. So I can't, I can't disagree there. All right, go ahead, Adrian. 
You know what's funny is that number two, I picked because I think it's the best of this category, not because it's the best match. I think there are plenty of good matches to choose from overall, but I want to get tag team matches out of the way because I don't want to deal with tag team matches because I agree, they're atrocious. They have a bad history at WrestleMania. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus Los Matadors, New Day and Usos at 31. And the reason why is because I love Tyson Kidd growing up. Don't get a lot of chance to see him. And with Cesaro, he was at his happiest. And Usos, I mean, they've been decent always. But back in that day, they were really, really cooking. Like, they were really doing good stuff. Los Matadores, give and take, whatever gimmick they have at any time, it's whatever. But that was such an exciting and fun match to watch. And across all the tag team title matches I can think of, that's the one where I'm like, you know what? I think I'd actually open Mania with this match just to get everyone in the mood of out of my seat and there's got to be something else better coming later on because the truth is, there is. Because <laughs> it's not this. Cesaro into the cover. Hook of the leg. Are you kidding me? Yes, yeah, Cesaro and Kid retain. the officiating there was a tag yeah apparently there was a 31 was a great wrestlemania we've said on the show top to bottom probably the last great wrestlemania show i think in fact wrestlemania 31 is in our poll right now on our patreon page to possibly be the next edition of top rope nation classics our patreon bonus show but uh yeah i I liked the kid cesaro tag team quite a bit but uh, i'd say this is Number two overall. I didn't expect I'm, you to pick I'm, that one. I, I'm in shock. <laughs> Changing the uh, ball game. He's throwing uh, us off. I, mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say from there. I'm, I'm shocked. That, that wasn't on my format sheet, Tony. <laughs> if you're watching the show on YouTube, not only do you see the look of shock on Kyle's face, but you could also be seeing in the background of Adrian's video feed, he has WCW Revenge going on his TV. That is freaking awesome. I just realized that. Nice I love touch. So much. I love it more than no mercy. <laughs> Souping up our our video feed. All right. So we got the WrestleMania one uh 31 triple threat tag team match at number two. Uh we've got Kyle with Brett and Austin at number one. So number three overall, guys, I will be taking the probably the most legendary IC title match of all time in WrestleMania history. Randy Savage, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I think uh, it's it's a match that kids grew up idolizing our age, current wrestlers, Chris Jericho, who noted in his book that uh, he reenacted that match hundreds of times in his basement, move for move, had the match memorized. Uh, those guys also had the match memorized. If you've heard the story, <laughs> Randy Savage was a freak about this. Uh, he had scripted the entire match in a notebook line by line and would call out numbers to Steamboat in advance of the match and ask him what the move was. So it's so smooth because they had rehearsed it like crazy. So I think I'm, I'm happy to get that one at number three. I see title matches were definitely kind of my weaker area in, in perspective matches. I think the bell ran Savage in the head, Jess. But the champion still in control. No, a small package by the dragon. No, no, no. I believe it. History is made. You talked about a miscarriage of justice, Monsoon. 
flagrant outside interference on the part of Animal Steel. History made here in the Silverdome. Part of Ladies and gentlemen, three. the winner of this contest and new Intercontinental Champion. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit in shock. I think just things have fallen into Justin Joint's lap, quite frankly. Justin, are you feeling more confident <laughs> or are you, are you shaking up a little bit? You're muted for sure. This draft is off to a very auspicious start. <laughs> Damn it. I was coughing earlier. Uh, <laughs> All right. What do you got? And then end in the first round. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Boy, I'm, I'm that tag match really threw me off. <laughs> Perfect. <Didn't> I... <laughs> That's the strategy. Yes. Oh, according to plan. Yes. Well, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better about things. I'm going to take, well, what Cody Rhodes calls the greatest match in wrestling history. Um, the match itself is okay, but it's arguably the hottest crowd in wrestling history. Uh, for non-title singles match, I'm taking Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania X8. I do not understand what is happening in this draft. Remember I texted you guys that <laughs> yes, yes, yes. if I don't know what to say. I've had two matches go that weren't on my board and one that I thought was going to fall to me. <laughs> Dude, I thought, so that was my fourth match. We were texting before the show. AJ, what? And I said, there's like four matches. I think that'll go on the first round. And I said like three, I thought for sure. And then there was a fourth that I was, maybe on and it was this one and another one which i'll tell you later because i don't want to talk about matches that haven't been picked yet but yes i am in shock right now <laughs> this is shocking i feel like that scene from high fidelity Discovery Channel. i mean it's like in the jungle survival of the fittest the old lion the, the leader of the pride and then and then along will come a young lion who wants to take his place and sometimes that young lion able to take his place for some time that old lion fights off that that challenge of that young lion and remains the leader of the pride what's going to happen here tonight that's a great question we're about to find out only one way to find out is we are alive in toronto at sky dome many of the crowd chanting for the rock quite frankly many in the crowd chanting for hogan a mixed reaction here at WrestleMania. All right, Justin, you got the first pick and round number two. Where are you going now? So you've got your non-title match out of the way. Where, where are you going for the second round? Well, I had a couple uh, Hogan matches earmarked that I was kind of maybe saving for surprises later on. But I, I just would not feel good about myself if I had like more than one Hogan match. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to switch up my strategy a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to knock out one of the weaker categories with one of the more famous matches of all time. Uh, I'm going to pick the second Intercontinental match of all time. HBK versus Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10. A ladder match. It's especially for younger folks if you go back and view it it probably doesn't seem all that exciting compared to today's stuff or a lot of the things that came after it but it was truly groundbreaking at the time 
uh, and possibly more than any other match made Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I showed that match recently to my five-year-old. She was into it. So it aged well, at least for her. For She hasn't yeah. seen a lot of wrestling yet, but uh, I mean, she really liked it. I still like it. Obviously, that you know the match has got a lot crazier as the years went on. But uh, for to be the introductory ladder match for most fans during that era, it's just such a like a pivot point in wrestling history that uh, there's always going to be that historical significance for it. You know. Now that I expected to go in that spot. So okay, there's some. I'm all of a sudden now the the universe is spinning back. On the back. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that uh... now it's back to you, Ryan. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Looking at my draft board to see if I want right, to go I, where I, I think I, I want to go. Yeah, I'm convinced you're going to go a certain place here. This is probably where you thought I was going in round one. I'm guessing uh, it's going to be a my non-title match selection. It's going to be Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25, the first of the uh, the back-to-back. Sean Taker matches. He's a... That was the one I, I, I thought about taking. Oh, Considered putting same. that in my wild card. I had it number two on my board. Yeah. I Did you think that's two. where I was going round one, Kyle? Maybe. I mean, when you were number three, there was actually a different match than I expected. I, I, I Like I said, it was number two on my board, and then there was another one I thought you would consider for that spot. But... Yeah. All right. What a great pick. What yeah. a great pick. That was my number two overall. I'm so... Angry with you. It's my favorite WrestleMania <laughs> match of all time. <laughs> the listeners didn't hear this, but um, I actually screwed up the draft order. I'm gonna I'm gonna own up to it right now, and uh, we had to go back and do the number two pick. So Adrian, if you would have been picking here, maybe you would have got it. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would have been ahead of me in round two. Yeah. Well, what do you got, Adrian? So here, here's your second pick. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter now. Everything's ruined. <laughs> that was my next pick. Uh, you could have no. picked it at number two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the tag match is still there. No one took it. I'm yeah. shocked. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to go. I, I I agree with what we said earlier. I think there's so many good singles matches that I can kind of wait on that. And there are pretty good title matches for a world championship as well. So for me, I got to go down the route of intercontinental U.S. And by what I mean by that is just intercontinental, of course. And uh, I've got to go with WrestleMania 8, Bret the Hitman Hart versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. When I was growing up, I loved wrestling, right? The fanfare and everything else. And one of the first technical matches I saw in WWE was Steamboat and Savage, right? Which you kind of alluded about earlier and spoke about it and educated us. Thank you, edifying us. But when I think of uh, later technicality, I think of Piper and, and older friends saying he was past his years and couldn't do it anymore. I remember really enjoying that match as a wrestling fan, watching the wrestling and the finish. I had never seen anything like that before in my entire life. The sleeper reversal, like you always thought of Hitman, you know, execution, technical wrestler. But when I saw that, I was like, man, Brett's not only good, he's really, really, really good. That made me even more of a wrestling fan than I was. So that's easy for me right there. I like the pick. I I initially thought I might be holding off on my IC title. Uh, match pick for a while and i thought that was probably the one that i would end up getting down the line uh and i mean that's probably number two or number three for me i, I ended up getting savage steamboat but that would have been high in my list too i the fact that they had blood in that match too was something that you didn't see so red trick the then. office yeah so i i love it that's a great pick that's definitely 
Oh, sorry. That's definitely the number three Intercontinental title match I had. I thought there was kind of a drop after those first two. I was kind of secretly upset that Adrian picked that because I was hoping to hold off and get that myself as he and I were the two that still needed the Intercontinental. Now I'm the only one that doesn't have one. And I'm, I'll, I'll straight up tell you guys, I'm just going to wait till the end at this point. So, all right. I am well, shocked I, some of the matches that are still on the board, by the way. <laughs> you thought uh, like so maybe you could it, kind of it, predict it, but not, not so much. As uh, Ryan and Kyle know, I, I like to throw on some wrestling in the background while we podcast. And when we started this podcast, the match I turned on was Brett and Rowdy from WrestleMania 8. Nice. Very nice. The banger. Like yeah. Really good. What do you got, Kyle? Okay. This draft has been way more strategery than straight board <laughs> than I anticipated. Like, I just had a boy, and I'm like, all right, at certain points, maybe you consider the two weaker categories, IC and tag team and but uh, I'm quite frankly a little shocked. I'm a little rattled, dare I say. <laughs> Taking so, you off your ball game. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, – kind of sucks that he took that Brett Piper match. Because <laughs> the IC, to be honest with you, I don't really like love any other Intercontinental title matches. So I don't want a weak IC and a weak tag team. So for the tag, I'm going to get the tag team out of the way. I'm going to go with the TLC match at Mania 17, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys and the Hardys. Get that out of the way right there. I think um, certainly uh, that's an all-timer. Yeah. And I mean, wouldn't you say pretty easily the greatest WrestleMania tag team title match of all time? Uh, I would say it was number one on my board. Yes. <laughs> yes it was number one on my board and um is it better than the one at SummerSlam? i don't know i felt them, they did more stuff I, I know at the time there was a sense of disappointment from the guys because they were in a bigger venue and, and it felt like the reactions weren't as lively as they were getting at SummerSlam. for the participants themselves they, they felt a little down but no i i think it still holds up and really it's after the tlc matches that i think you know those guys set a standard that all future ladder matches really had a, had trouble matching. Yeah. So I'll go with that. Nice pick. And back to back years, they tore the house down for sure. So um, I'm sure we'll hear about the, uh, the one a year earlier at some point in this draft as well, or I think we will anyways. So this is like really weird. The position I'm in because I'm looking at, two categories and both of them are like way deeper than I expected they would be at this point. Um, one of the categories just being straight up wild card. Mm -hmm. um, there is like an extraordinarily good match that is on the board that I cannot believe um, either of my regular co-hosts that has not taken. And Because I think that another category, it's pretty close and, and I'll wind up with something uh, on the come around. I'm going to go with this just because it is by far the highest match left on my board. This is my wild card. Bret Hart, Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. Mm. Nice. Fantastic I, match. I, I, I would say besides Bret and Austin and besides Shaw and Taker, it's the best match in WrestleMania history. So Ooh. I'm very happy that I got two of my three best WrestleMania matches 
in my draft. Was that one you thought I would take earlier? Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I, I thought you'd consider it with your first overall pick. Yes. I thought about it. I thought about it. I won't lie. All right. That's a nice pick. Let me jot that down here. Okay. Adrian, what are you mm. thinking? Are you sure you don't want to hop in, Ryan? Make a pick real quick? (laughs) I'm sure. I've embarrassed myself enough for one night. (laughs) You might need to. That's a really good pick. Jesus. Um... Just just wait until Kyle takes a match that's already been picked. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that happened in our last draft, didn't it? (laughs) Was Amber? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. (laughs) Never mind. I won't make a joke. (laughs) This is not the draft. I'm I'm picking other ones, I think, so far, man. I I am shocked at this draft. (laughs) I love the reaction. It's hot, man. It's hot. Hot. Oh, God. This is so tough now. Mm. Take my IC match. Take my HB taker match. I would never put 26 above 25. Ever. Ever. Better build. Yes. Agreed? Mm-hmm. I feel you like do 25 need a world... overall is a match. You do need a world title match, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the pick that I want to pick, I like it. I don't know if I love it, though, versus the other ones that I have. You know what? I'm going to go for my regular singles match instead. Not even wild card, just regular singles match. I'm going to go with WrestleMania 22, Edge Foley, oh, the hardcore shit. match. You fucker. <laughs> yes. That's the yeah, kind of reaction yeah. that I want. <laughs> I mean, that's to me, it's just it's a fun match. And it's a match that I went into and I thought there's no way it's going to be the match that it's advertised to be. And it was everything it was expected to be. And I, I love the fact that Edge got the dub. I love everything that he went through. I love the buildup. I love the crowd. I love the entertainment value of it. It was a fun, just regular match to have on a card. It, yeah, I, I, That is an underrated match especially compared to a lot of matches you see like hyped as, um, you know, all timers, I would say it is better than both triple H undertaker matches for the record. Um, I, I really liked edge at that point. I was ri- you know, cause I, I was like a lot of people, I, I thought he kind of got a raw deal having to drop his first title so quickly, right back to John Cena after a couple of weeks. And I was like, man, this guy deserved a longer run than that. But in the you know it worked out for him. He got that match, the big win at Mania, and he winds up as champion a few months later again. Of course, he loses to Cena not long after. But you know, I don't think you know. You look at how many world titles the guy wound up winning. I don't think anyone's weeping for him. <laughs> yeah, and I my God, you. he is in the main event of WrestleMania 37. <laughs> All comes full circle, right? All yeah, these years <laughs> later, yes, it's fun. You know, I look at you bring up you bring up Triple H and Taker when I watch that match. Of course, the whole end of the era and all that stuff and. The reactions were great, but I genuinely felt something for Edge when I saw him out of his environment suffering the entire match. Every reaction, every friction that he had was a genuine face that said, I don't know what I'm doing in this match. This sucks. It's painful. I don't need to be here. And he wins versus in Taker and Triple H. It felt like I've been here before. It doesn't make the match less enjoyable when I put him side by side. I'd rather watch this one. I could not agree more with that assessment. I don't understand end of an era. I've said it before on this yeah. program. Don't understand the match. A lot of stuff going on, and it's all contradictory. Just two old guys <laughs> whacking each other off. I uh, I was in the three, room. if you count HBK. 
I was in the building for Mania 22. It's by far the match I remember the most. This is also in our vote for Top Rope Nation Classics. Could be the show we review here in a couple of weeks. And uh, it's, uh, you know, that's, I got a great picture of the table, the flaming table spot that I took with my old uh, digital camera. I have that picture printed out around here somewhere. Nice. Yeah, that was a pretty, pretty freaking awesome moment during that WrestleMania. And I, I actually haven't watched the show like start to finish in quite a long time. So I'm I'm gonna have to do that again. So I'm kind of hoping I'm secretly hoping that that is the uh, that's the uh, the event that wins our our Patreon vote and we can go back and relive that show. All right. So okay, that, that leaves it to me, right? It is actually my turn this time. So <laughs> <laughs> looking where we're at right now, I've chose IC. I've chose non-title, so I could go world title. I could go tags. Or wild card, you can be like me. Just you know, screw these categories, man. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna get my tag team match out out of the way. I'm gonna follow Kyle's lead, and I'm just gonna go a year earlier to WrestleMania 2000, the uh, Triangle Ladder Match with uh, Edge and Christian's victory over the Hardys and the Dudley Boys. I mean, the uh, that was an arena WrestleMania. They're at the Pond in Anaheim, I believe, for that show. And the swanton in the entranceway that Jeff Hardy hit is incredibly memorable. I mean, I remember being pretty disappointed with this show start to finish. I watched it live on pay-per-view at one of my buddy's houses back in high school. It's not a good WrestleMania. It is not. But this is the high point of that WrestleMania easily. So, yeah, I will go the triangle ladder match. WrestleMania 2000. Get my tag title match off the board. It is the only year. 2000 that you can safely say wrestlemania was the fifth best pay-per-view of the first five pay-per-views of the year yeah that's how hot 2000 was mm -hmm. hard to disagree all right so that gives it to justin who's biting his nails over there he's not sure where to go now feel more confident justin than you were at the beginning of the draft or are you scrambling um i'm still scrambling a little bit um think i'm gonna be the first person to take a world title match uh i'm gonna go with the one that probably would have gone down as one of the greatest matches of all time if the finish didn't get a little weird i'm going to go rockin austin from wrestlemania 17 okay nice it's interesting that no one had addressed that category until now i think maybe compared to some of the other categories you've got you know the same everyone's probably got the same four or five they're considering but they're very closely congested like if you were to like throw all five matches out and say okay guys rank these the margin is real close at least for me i mean mm -hmm. I, I think you know on my overall board the four or five i i, I had marked down would be ranked somewhere between like seven and 13 all time in media matches. That's how narrow it is. Yeah, I'd agree. I think, yeah, for title matches, this is, uh, there's only like a handful of them that I, I have thought about taking. Uh, I was, well, actually I probably, probably three that I thought about to this point. I consider this one just cause the build was so awesome. You know, you're, you're right. Justin, like the finish left, a lot to be desired. We talked with Jim Ross about that uh, last April in our interview with him, but 
it's freaking iconic. You look at the three matches that Rock and Austin had at WrestleMania, and uh, I think the I think this is the best one. And so, when when we sure. say the fit, when we say the finish, it's just the the handshake or that there's no stunner, right? I mean, we're like I actually loved him just going crazy with the steel chair mm-hmm. to get the pin. Yeah, that's a good point. If they had done that and not the handshake with McMahon. Is that okay? And like, I mean, and not a heel turn. Like that's, I mean, that's the key. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, I think it was uh, Chris Harrington, maybe. Um, I I was looking around on his site as I often do far too much. But, uh, you know, there was a like average house show attendance uh, per month. WWE, he had for a long block. The drop from March to April in 01 is stunning hmm. what happened in april of 2001 <laughs> well this uh yeah competition <laughs> ended with wcw yeah, yeah the yeah. steve austin heel turn it was a business could move and it's you know again you know people think look at me cross-eyed they think i'm crazy but if someone was to ask you what's your favorite movie you probably wouldn't pick something that has a shitty ending <laughs> probably not and the, the, the movie uh, <laughs> that is called WrestleMania 17 in the world of pro wrestling has a bad ending. And it's why it's not my favorite WrestleMania of all time. Fight me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great, great show, but we always look back at that editing or like why they do that. You know, especially in hindsight, looking at business, like you're saying. So N- nobody looks back at that and says that was good anymore. <laughs> no one like, like, I mean, all the people involved, like Steve Austin has come out and, and he took the heat for it. And you could kind of see where he was coming from because back then you really wanted to do something spectacular like every big show. Mm-hmm. It's not like now where, you know, you're, you know, <laughs> you know, you're paying for like fast lane. You're, you know, you, it's $10 a month and you, you get even less than that in terms of quality out of the show. I mean, they, they really, you had to do something special for WrestleMania. And Austin's like, eh, people, I guess they're tired of me, you know, as a baby face. Let's go. Now, I don't think there was any objective measure that indicated people were tired of him at that point. Yeah. I look, at the, buy, I look at the buy rates when he came back. People didn't appear to be tired of him as a baby face. Yeah. I don't even recall getting my red knee brace as a DLC item in any game that I played afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a bad guy now. I'm a heel of knee brace. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So... Justin, then you start round four. So we're getting down to the nitty yeah. gritty now. What do you got? Um, I wanted to go back to to world title just to maybe be an a hole and take something off the board, make it a little bit more difficult for you guys since none of you have taken a world title match yet. Um, the problem is, is I'm gonna take my tag match even though I'm 99% certain none of you guys would uh, take this as your wild card. Uh, but Justin, because I, if, if for some freaking reason you guys did, I would be absolutely screwed uh, for tag matches. So I'm going to go Triple H and Stephanie versus Kurt Angle and uh, one of the greatest uh, wrestling debuts of all time, Ronda Rousey at it's WrestleMania 34. It's a great fucking pick for this category. I had it down. Mm-hmm. I wondered if anyone else had it down. I had it on my list for, for tag. Yeah. I just because like the the only other tag match I had down on here was WrestleMania one the 
Hogan, Mr. T, Piper. I had those. that too. I wondered if anyone was going to go there. The most historically important match in company history. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I would have probably ended up going if for some reason somebody had taken the other one. But I much, I mean, that tag match was uh, the highlight of WrestleMania 34. Um, just incredibly laid out uh, to kind of not only put over Ronda Rousey, but maybe hide angle a little bit. Uh, but yeah, just terrific. Love that match. Mm-hmm. The match was so good that I secretly pretend Stephanie McMahon was studying Southern wrestling, like <laughs> Southern tag team wrestling <laughs> matches. Like all, all the heel tactics she was done. I was like, oh man, she, she had to bust out some territorial footage in preparation <laughs> for the match, man. It's a really good pick for not only the before, but also afterwards. They kept me interested in what was happening. I, I enjoyed the moment when Stephanie apologized to Rhonda proudly, angrily, the same way Shane did recently on, on SmackDown. The whole like, I'm so sorry. Like that, like everything around that match from beginning to end to after effect was good. Excellent pick. Thank you. Yeah. There was also three people uh, from a very good podcast that were in the building that night that I, I know quite well, Kyle and Justin and myself. Oh, 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 yeah. oh I didn't know. Was... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a highlight of that show for sure. I actually, yeah, I had that. I just checked my board again. That was my third. That was my number three tag match behind 2000 and 2001. So nice nice pick in that position all right so this leaves me with i gotta go world title or wild card at this point wow some good matches i'm bored man i'm really curious to see what world title matches you guys take and and there's still a lot of great singles matches out there i know i'm terrified Mm. (laughs) my don't do this to me my non-title singles list is like massive. <laughs> Just like, you know, I'm looking down there that I could take one of those as my wild card now since I've already done non-title specifically. Um, I know, um, like I, I've actually, I can't take any of those anymore. Like I've, cause I've burned through both non-title singles and wild card. There's so many more I would take. Yeah, man. I feel like I got to go from that category. There's so much top level. I got to do my wild card right now. And Oh, I think I'm going to have to go with, yeah, this is the hardest draft we've ever done by far. Every other draft we, we had, like I was ready to go. All right. I got my next pick. Got my next pick. This one you really got to think about. Yeah. Uh, good job, Justin developing this draft. Concept. You, you got to make your pick. You're going to give Adrian a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like this, you're killing me. <laughs> All right. Savage warrior. WrestleMania seven. It's a great fucking pick. It's a great yeah. match. Yeah. Wild card, Savage Warrior, WrestleMania 7. I mean, Warrior's best match of his career, bar none, I think. Um, Just incredibly memorable. Career career on the line. Uh, The reunion with Liz that happens afterwards, obviously, with all the people in the crowd crying. Adults were crying. (laughs) Adults crying in the crowd. Like, out of joy. Not like now, when adults are, like, weeping. Like, oh, my God, why did I... (laughs) flush $300 down the drain for this seat. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that pick. In round that, that's four. a great pick. Yeah. Um, I, I would have, I would absolutely consider it if I could even take it anymore. Like I can't even take the match yeah. based on the way the draft has gone. Um, whomever came up with the idea of warrior, not running to the ring for that match. I just would love, to embrace that person because that was such a smart move i don't is know that, if it was has that never come out no I, i've always assumed it's got to be a pat patterson thing 
God rest his soul. Like that, that, that's, right. that, that's something that Pat would have, I, I just think would have come up with. Um, either that or Savage is like, look, dude, I just don't want you blown up. Don't run <laughs> 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 like, That might be the other one. Uh, so it, it, it had to be one of those two. And, and it added like, not only logistically did it add to the match, the fact that Warrior was not blown up three minutes into the match, but um, it made the match seem so much special. Cause like Heenan called it out, right? He's like, wait a minute. Why is the ultimate warrior not running? That is such a neat little mm-hmm. tidbit in that match. I like to think that explains what warrior does later in the match is that he's blown up when he looks at the heavens and says, I get it. I know now what I must do. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. I must never run to the ring again. That's- <laughs> I will never lose again. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh God! Uh, Sherry Martell's performance in that match oh, should so not be undersold. Like she is with her and Savage. That was a great act for two years, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it, Savage and Liz was the iconic duo, but man, with Sherry, he didn't miss a beat. It was a totally different dynamic. How Liz would never get involved, and Sherry would always get involved. Just God bless everyone all around that I've just mentioned here. <laughs> they got me. As a young adult, as a kid, the scepter to the face. I was like, oh my God, their face. (laughs) They're ruined. Yeah. The tinfoil scepter, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Was that the first match that Warrior like wore the big coat out for? Yes. I can't remember him doing that. I don't know if that was his first time, but he definitely did it for that one. Yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with him. I mean, he would run out to the ring, I guess, later with the coat on. But I think if it was the first time, I don't know if that played into and, it or not. And the but. and the tights with the title belt yeah. on it that said means more than this. Yeah. What a great that match. That was good. It's a good match. All right, Adrian. What do you got? Uh, everyone else is saving world title for last, so I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with my, uh, my wild card. And this is tough for me because I love this match. The ending, it's funny you brought up ending earlier. I feel sour about this. Was good enough, but man, what a fun match. WrestleMania 21, Angle HBK. was a fun-ass match. I don't like, I mean, he's Mr. WrestleMania, I get it. I don't like Michaels being in the ankle lock for the better part of 22 <gasps> minutes at the end. Like, yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, Olympic athlete, we got that sold. World-class athlete, we got that sold. Ankle locks a tapper, we got that sold. He got to the ropes, rolled away. He grapevined the leg. Give him like 15 seconds. You got to tap. This dude's 45 seconds deep. If we're playing SmackDown versus Raw, that meter's down here. He's already <laughs> flashing red. And he's like, oh, I don't want to tap. I'm thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding me. If he gets <laughs> out of this and super kicks with that foot, I may not watch wrestling again. But the match up to that point was a dream come true. Literally, I want to see Angle HPK at Mania, and I got it. And everything was what I wanted, except for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the build of that match was... So amazing. I think we've talked about it a lot on this show before, but you know, everything with bringing back Marty Jannetty and mm-hmm. uh, Angle doing the HBK impression with Sherry. I mean, just great television leading up to that, too. Good. Adrian good actually took my joke. I was going to say, uh, you know, <laughs> a fun fact uh, Shawn Michaels is still not tapped out in that angle. <laughs> <laughs> That was, but yeah, forget about playing a video game, man. You know, I know that's your world, Andrew, but you know, if that was a real fight, uh, Shawn Michaels' leg would have been like just ripped in half. Had that been <laughs> real? Like that was, that was so preposterous. Yes. But like, I, I, you know, and because Shawn still had a reputation at that time. Yep. 
you know, you're, you, it, I, I remember watching live. I'm like, this motherfucker's not getting on. <laughs> I was just screaming at the TV. Tap already. Tap. The best part was like for the next few weeks, maybe he had like a small limp. DDP had rib tape for years. Right? Yes. And HBK is like, ah, my ankle. Just kidding. Let's go. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Well, uh, you know, since you guys still have world title matches to go, I'm absolutely taking mine. I, I have no choice. I have two in a row. These are my last two picks. <laughs> um, I'm going, and I, I can't believe this is still on the board. I'll go Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 26. Um, you can't do that. Why? It was a world title match. Wait. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Oh, that's right. He cost him. Oh, my goodness. Okay, good. I'll take Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was simple enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just... yeah. He's got something in reserve, like, in his in his brain at all times. You know what's funny is I, when I was thinking about this draft today, I was like, I was like oh, shoot, that is a title match. And then, then it turns out it wasn't. No, that's right. I forgot that he caught. That's right. He that's That was the whole deal that yeah. he... Uh, it was streak versus career. Yes. Oops. That's embarrassing. I gotta say, I, I am way more jealous that you ended up with that world title match than I would have expected. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a really good one. All right, Kyle. Back to well, back. I have to pick an intercontinental match. So I'll just go with. Uh... <laughs> I'll go with the Mania 31 ladder match with Daniel Bryan. I'll be honest with you. I don't even fucking remember who else was in the match. <laughs> I actually added that to my list right before we went on air. So I can tell you Wade Barrett, R-Truth, Luke Harper, rest in peace, Dean Ambrose, and Stardust. Stardust. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> so you got think... three AEW veterans there in that match. I think you missed an opportunity there, Kyle. Not gonna say what it is yet. Everyone's picked the IC. You probably can't. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, Justin? <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, wow. Wait till the end. Okay. All right, Adrian. Your final pick. What do you got? I have four title matches here. I'm gonna cross out this one. Cause no, <laughs> just leaves me with these three. One for surprise, one for wrestling, and one for impact. Jesus. Oh, actually, I can't pick that one because I picked them earlier. And, and unless we're doing the fake diesel and the fake razor thing, we can't do that kind of matchup. So we're going to skip that, which leaves two. Oh, this hurts my head, but I got to go with. Shit, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, we picked you for the hardest draft we've done. No, Apologies. no pressure. <laughs> all, all of Twitter is going to judge you. No pressure. <laughs> uh oh. First Reddit, not Twitter. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with Fodge, man. <laughs> I'm so angry right now. I have no idea what I'm picking next, so take your time. <laughs> I've got I've got four great options for the world title match. You know what? I never thought I'd see it happen. Have you ever thought about Undertaker Shawn Michaels from Mania 26? <laughs> 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 now, see, 
<laughs> so you have four. So that's interesting. So it, it's funny because I, well, God, I'm an idiot that I convinced myself that was in there. I have fewer options now. You, you have need to quit options. talking about it because I could have edited that out, Kyle. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go care. for I'm gonna go for impact. I'm gonna go with uh, Banks Lynch Charlotte 32 Ooh. overall. Uh, first ever women's match, and. I never thought I'd live in my lifetime where I would see that take place. Overall, I, I love Sasha Banks and everything that she does. And seeing her at that point later on, it wouldn't be the same in a non-tag team title match. And a regular, regular title match was something spectacular. The crowd reacting positively to it, seeing it happen. Uh, it was impactful. And it was, a, it was a decent match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything they've put into it. And... I think that's how, because I already have Angle, HBK, Edge, Foley, Hitman, Piper, Cesaro, Kid, New Day, Usos. Like, I'm content with that being the nightcap and everything else. Top it all off. I am curious about my number two pick, if it's going to be taken or not, because I have words about that. But I'll go with that one. All right. Oh, man. All right. I got three different matches that I'm considering here. And I might go with one that's just going to give me a match with somebody who I haven't picked a match of yet. Uh, so this is my world title selection. Right? <laughs> like, there's two others that might be stronger, but, like, I want both of these guys on my draft board. When I, I'm picturing the list or, like, the graphic I'm going to put up on our Twitter account where people vote on who won the draft. And I feel like I want these guys on. Actually, one of them, I already have a match with him. But the other one, I don't. It's and the right pick, Ryan. <laughs> he's my all-time favorite wrestler. What? So I'm going the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12 Very nice. with That's Brett not- and Sean. It's not the right pick. <laughs> <laughs> I know the no. match is very divisive. Some people hated it. Some people loved it. I loved it at the time. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Imagine establishing a gimmick and do, an Iron Man gimmick and doing no falls in the 60 minutes. Hey, well, Bret Hart calls it, he says it's on his Mount Rushmore. So who am I to doubt Bret Hart? I'll just yeah, use that to justify my pick. Yeah. I, I understand that there were certain guns held at the back of his head from Full Sail <laughs> University. But I didn't I didn't have a Bret match. I had a Sean match, obviously, with the with Taker match, but no Bret match, and so I'll let Justin pick, but then there was two others I was considering, and I'll talk about it here in a second. What do you got, Justin? Yeah, I'm looking at uh, five matches here I'm deciding between. I got three world title matches and two singles, and this is my wild card spot, so I can kind of pick whatever. Boy, this is a toughie because we have, uh, especially for the world title matches, it's kind of more about the moment uh, in the build and what it meant historically than maybe the match itself. Whereas the single matches, oh man, this is tough. Well, I'm just going to, I guess I'm going to take that famous, that other famous world title match from WrestleMania 26. Uh, that'd be HBK versus The Undertaker. <laughs> excellent choice yeah right. that, that's pick. good that's going to be my wild card it is it is uh not as good as 25 but as we mentioned before it's got a much better build 
it had the entire streak versus career. Um, and it's still like, even you say it's less than 25, it is still an incredible match, even though it's just kind of a, a sequel with a higher budget. Mm-hmm. I've got it as the number seven WrestleMania match ever. So even though I couldn't uh, remember that it was for not the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that was that was talked about during a taker draft, and it's yeah, yeah great match. I think the fact that went on last threw me off for a loop for the so retirement much- championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the all-time world championship. <laughs> so, what IC match should I have gone with, Justin? Because this draft is now so, over, correct? Yes, that's yeah. It. So, uh, you know, I was mentioning how you know after I took Hogan Rock, I, it's like I just couldn't take any more Hogan matches. Oh, Hogan Warrior. Ah, Warrior. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's kind yeah. of shitty. That's kind of dirty. I don't no, know. It's, hey, what would have Hogan been holding the IC belt if he had won? The I belt was on the line. That's true. I, I thought about it. that with my big board, if I could include that or not. That I don't know. Like, I felt kind of dirty, like, honestly, with, like, the TLC as, like, a tag team thing. So, I, I don't know. I want to, like. No. I was, I was considering Hogan Warrior and Macho Flair in the world title yes the, i thought you were taking two. macho flair for sure yeah that was that was the one i was going i wasn't going to take hogan warrior because i already had a warrior match so yeah macho flair was the one i was going back and forth on but i had to get a brett match in there that so was, that's why i went with that that was my best match not taken yeah just a weird ending too misses the leg drop and then a splash and the splash was like one foot off the ground yeah yeah he just killed hogan like ah. Oh! yeah it was the shock of it yeah. So, <laughs> can can we talk about? The, I had four matches, the three world title matches that weren't taken, and yeah. my one while the for me the my singles matches that came. I took Sean Taker WrestleMania twenty six, and boy did I want to take Punk Undertaker from twenty nine. I came real close to taking that one. Mm-hmm. I had actually kind of forgot how good that was until we did the Undertaker draft and went back and watched it and reminded was how great that one was. Yeah. Just really good near falls uh and then for the world titles matches i just wanted to bring up the match sucks but hogan andre i I feel at least has to be mentioned uh the wrestlemania 30 title match orton batista daniel bryan and uh boy i i really wanted to take daniel bryan versus kofi from wrestlemania 35 i had that on my list i had on my list as well yeah what about redacted? No, I had that one on there too. Has he, can- yeah. has, he, has he even canceled? <laughs> I had the triple yeah, no. from 20 on there too. Yep. I yeah. canceled him. Didn't even think about that. Sad. My worst omission that I just completely forgot about was Savage Warrior from seven. Com- mm. Completely freaking forgot about well, it. We've gone through all of them now? Yeah. This draft is over. We're done, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say the other match I was considering was, and it's not a popular pick, was WrestleMania 31. Rollins, Lesnar, and, and Reigns. Because I did not expect Rollins to be out there, and the whole call by Michael Cole to the ending—that was, it was fun. It was a fun match. I don't think it's a spectacular match, but I had fun watching it. You know, would that could that could you have done that? Like, because Kyle took Lesnar Reigns, but what if somebody took like you could, well, hey, like there was a brand new match at the end. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was. I guess I guess I should have clarified. I was taking kind of the whole presentation. Oh, you're doing that entire match? Okay, I thought you were doing the Universal Championship one for like. Two years later, so no, you don't. You, you fucking didn't want to judge. I thought you said Lesnar Reigns. I thought you meant that one. I'm sorry. I I, I think ever no that that fucking business killing piece of shit. <laughs> okay, that, we're yeah. We're, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I should clarify. Are we still on the air, by the way? Now. Kyle was cursing out people on Bourbon Street after uh, after that. I match. did. I did. Like my buddy that I were with, like, come on, they keep drinking. I'm like, no, I just want to shove people. I want to find somebody who thinks that was a good finish and just shove them and hurt them. Oh, man. That's what made the face when you picked it. Like, oh, Lesnar Reigns. I'm like, oh, he already has a pick ready. That's that. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was totally Lesnar Reigns from 30. Yeah, 31. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm pretty satisfied with what I ended up with here, though. I'm, I have uh... to, it, you know, it sucked. I, I didn't want to be the fourth Intercontinental because I think there was a drop after the first two. And mm. then Brett Roddy is clearly number three. And when he did, I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to wait for that till <laughs> the end. So here, okay, here's the question is what's next after the four we took? What's the next best intercontinental title match? The three-way from 34? That's what I was kind of thinking. That's what I had on my list, actually. Rollins, Miz, Balor, 34. Absolutely. I just didn't take that. I don't know. I just didn't feel like taking it. I I almost did. I just, I don't know. Something just like pissed me off. I don't know. I don't like Seth Rollins anymore. (laughs) How how have we had 36 WrestleManias and you could barely fill up intercontinental title or tag title matches. That's embarrassing. The workhorse because, title. Yeah. Because honestly, they stopped really caring about it like a long time ago. It's kind of frightening. Like when you when you look at it, it the intercontinental title has not been in a really meaningful role since WrestleMania God, I 10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I mean, like. Rock and Sh- I mean Rock and Shamrock. It's a nothing match. I-, I guess it's kind of position is important on that show, but you know, other than that, yeah, it's just it's always just a mid card title that's just been passed around. Remember, I mean, I sent that tweet to you earlier today about like ninety nine to two thousand three. There were more Intercontinental Champions than there were seventy nine to ninety nine. Yeah, it's crazy. It's. I'm with you. Like, if you had chosen all-time pay-per-views, I would have had an easier time. Because the last time I remember watching an IC match and going, wow, that was a great start to finish, was the career match with Ziggler and Miz at No Mercy 2017, 2018. The whole shoe coming off and, and the Spirit Squad coming back and the super kick without the boot. Like, that was spectacular. Yeah. That was WrestleMania-worthy. That belongs on main card, main event. But at a No Mercy, I mean, I'll take it. But mm-hmm. I wish that had been on there. No, it's Dolph Ziggler's best match by far. Oh, yeah. It's probably Miz's yeah. best match, actually, when you think about it. That, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I see title category was pretty uh, low for me as far as depth goes. And then, like, even the tag, t- uh, the not tag title, but just tag matches, tag in, matches general. in general. Yeah. Because I had, like, uh, Mania 2000, Mania 17, 34 match with Rousey. Uh, and then I, you know, I got down to... I had the dream team versus the Bulldogs at Mania 2. I did too, but I was match. like... I, I, I just couldn't justify taking it, but... That's not going like, to win you the poll. That's yeah. not going to win you the poll. <laughs> that was exactly why I wasn't going to take it. I was like, yeah. there's no way that's just a poll killer. Like, I was like, if it comes down to that or WrestleMania 1, I'll state my case why I'm taking WrestleMania yeah. 1 and sell the listeners on it at least. Yeah. The, the, uh, the four-way from 35 is really good, but we're just in this era where... Uh, None of it feels like it is really impactful or means anything, but the, the, the match in a vacuum is good. The four-way from 35, educate me, because I don't even know what you're talking about. That was the one with the bar where they have the moment where Cesaro is swinging while Sheamus is taking turns, basically doing the 
uh, what, what does he call that when he's hitting the everybody's full beats chest? Of the Bowery. Yeah, he does that over and over again to different guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Who is it? Ricochet's in there. The Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Rusev. Alistair Black. Yeah. Alistair Black. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. weird to pick matches based on quality and not to think about the ones that made you smile the most. Like you brought up Seven, and I think Seven's one of my favorite ones to watch just because of kid memories, especially in the Macho match. But like, I love the blindfold match. It's gimmicky. It's yeah. kind of like it's whack, but like I can go back and watch that and smile the entire time. Like I hear it in my head, you know, both men back to back. Oh, Jake caught him DDT. Can he find him though? Like mm-hmm. it's so corny, but I love it. I love the build up with the essence and the eyes. I love the blindfold match so much, but I can't put it on this list. But we have like an extra no one cares match. I'd make that my I care and no one else does match. The lie, the crowd was like really hot for it live as much as Malign. Yes. It's like, you know who likes that match is the people that were in the building. Like it's a really hot crowd. It's funny you mentioned that, Adrian, because I'm like kind of going through these WrestleManias and like trying to re-rank them. I'm probably going to email you guys in like two weeks. Ooh, Justin with a exciting. list of my WrestleManias. Put it up uh, for patrons. Yeah, you, you guys won't be surprised based on how I talk, but it is really interesting if you take a step back and you just don't go on star qual, like the consensus star match quality, like, and you're like, you know what? If you watch this in a vacuum and you forget about the build and if it had any impact, I guess whatever. But there's a lot of manias that I think are overrated. Like 19, I think is wildly overrated. But that's I because think, you hate the build. Yes. Like, I think, the, but the event itself outside of Triple H's awfulness is pretty good. I think four of the top five matches on that show actually don't work. Like, as intended. I think Lesnar-Angle is a disappointment. I mean, le- like, the finish is kind of business-exposing when he blows the move and then mm-hmm. they just go to the finish. Uh, Rock-Austin, I don't think is as great as people remember. Like, all it was to d- did is just set Rock up the job to Goldberg the next month. And Do you no like it better did- than the 15 match? Probably, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But- uh, and yeah, HBK Booker is like a freaking atrocity. I mean that. I mean, like, I mean, atrocity may not be a strong enough word. Uh, abortion may be more appropriate. Yeah, the fact Booker didn't win the title from Triple H. The fact that they did that feud, I thought absurd. would win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I mean, yeah, the the build. Hello. All um, the build for nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah HBK Jericho was awesome though. That no, that's the yeah. only one. Yeah. And, and ironically, at the time, I kind of was salty. HBK won. Yeah, and then what's and then Vin, Vincent Hogan was not as a big of a deal as people thought it was. It was just two old men talking about shit from 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the buy rate for that show? It tanked pretty low. Yeah, it was low, and the attempt like crowd I, wasn't good either. No, I was so happy that show tanked. Yeah. Like because I just I hated the build for that show. I was talking to a friend of mine about this recently. Uh, it was Ryan Huffman. He's a patron of ours. Uh, he's on the Zoom call a couple weeks ago with her patrons, and uh, we we're talking about WrestleMania cities. And he's like, "Oh, Seattle would be cool. It'd be good to go. You know, fun to go to Seattle. Do a, do a Mania weekend up there." And I was like, "Dude, they're never going back to Seattle for WrestleMania. <laughs> not after, <laughs> not after 2003. It's, it's not I, happening." I love how they blame the city of Seattle for that show not doing good. Like the all the people who didn't order it on pay per view gave a fuck about the city of yeah, Seattle. No kidding. Like that had anything to do with it. It's like, no, <laughs> go back and like watch it at the time. Like the creative 
like for that Lesnar angle um, title match, it'll make your head hurt, man. Going back and watch how they built it. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It what really... was the premise? I don't even remember what the premise of that so, match was. So remember Hulk Hogan quit the company because the plan was he was going to job to let, he was going to come back and job to Lesnar at Survivor Series. And Vince is like, no, you're not going over which is like the greatest thing Vince has ever done. He's like, no, he's like, he, he's like, you take the match and you lose or you don't get the fucking match. Brock's not losing. And so Hogan's like, well, I'm not doing that. So they put Big Show in and inexplicably have Big Show beat him. <laughs> after refusing to, after refusing, to, after refusing to have Brock Lesnar job to Hulk Hogan, which is the completely right stance to have, they just job him to the Big Show, who then, <laughs> who then loses to Angle the next, which turns Lesnar face, which was stupid. And then they have the next month, Big Show loses to Angle, who turns heel and Heyman goes with Angle. And then Big Show, they just convinced him to be with them. And Lesnar chases. It was really bad. People do not like... That period is so instructive of today, like 2001 to 2003, in that the creative was so shitty, but they would have good pay-per-view matches and people like, oh, well, all's forgiven. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work for me, pal. (laughs) That all sounded very big show, by the way. Everything you said, just kind of put it in places. It just turned you, yeah, yeah. They just like, well, all right, you'll turn again. Uh, Adrian, man, thank you so much for joining us. Tonight, I don't know if you have a uh, stream going on tonight or not. You probably do. You're streaming all the time. Let let the uh, listeners know where they can find you and what you got going on in the coming weeks. Sure. Uh, right now, I'll be streaming tonight. Usually, it's around midnight Eastern. I start on twitch.tv forward slash okadrian, not okdrian, not okdrian, not okadrian. It's okadrian. It's a portmanteau. I'll be there playing different games. I think tonight is Star Wars Squadrons, so that'll be fun. If you walk into a GameStop in the U.S., you'll see me on the TV there talking about video games whenever I get the chance for that. Also on Twitch Weekly, every five weeks on twitch.tv forward slash Twitch Gaming, talk about the latest gaming news. And honestly, on the internet, wherever wrestling's found, New Japan Cup is happening right now. I've been falling behind by about two days, so I got to get back and watch that. And I, I'll say it again. I love professional wrestling. I love NJPW, AEW, WCW, RevPro, Progress. If it's there, I want to watch it. Have you watched Riptide at all? I have not. I'm sorry, that came out of left field. I was just thinking about it. I saw it recently on YouTube, and their cinematography is incredible. It's a really fun new way to watch wrestling. Don't worry, I'm not sponsored by them. No plugs, anything else. It's just, I saw that. And what is that YouTube? poster behind you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that Riptide poster? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's really fun to watch. But any chance I get a chance to sit down with people and just discuss wrestling and have fun discussing it, it makes me happy, you know? I feel like a lot of times when I'm on Twitter or on socials where friends, people talk too much about what they didn't like and the behind-the-scenes footage and who's mad at whom and who's not get booked properly. And I like just enjoying the spectacularity of, of wrestling the spectacle itself i like getting soaked into all that so and, it makes me happy and adrian is of course now a trillionaire for through gamestop little known fact <laughs> <laughs> i did not invest when i was going to two years ago and believe me i'm quite sad <laughs> so next time you're in a gamestop and you hear his voice say hey i know that guy from top rope nation there you go it's happened to me i've been in a gamestop and i just i kind of like forgot for a second that it was on and all of a sudden i hear my buddy's voice i'm like this is pretty cool 
Adrian, you're you're a great advocate for wrestling. You're a great follow on Twitter. You can follow him at OkAdrian. Definitely uh, check out his Twitch streaming. His production value is through the roof. I mean, sometimes I uh, I actually turn it on once in a while when I'm like doing some work and just to see what you're doing on there and just kind of keep it on in the background. It, you always do such an awesome job. It, it's a really smooth production. You learn a lot about just games in general uh, watching you. And I appreciate anytime you come on the show. You've been a great friend over the years. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to apologize, by the way, for the WrestleMania 34. I, I, I should know that no one with any kind of wrestling integrity would pick that Lesnar Reigns match. I should have known better. <laughs> I want to apologize. That's on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can email the show for episode 200. Like I said earlier, topropenation at gmail.com. Next week, milestone show. Uh, also, check the podcast description uh, of this show where you will find a phone number. We've set up a voicemail line where you can call in. We did this for episode 100. And you know, say whatever you want. Give us your well wishes for episode 200. Let us know what you like about the show, a favorite episode, whatever you want. It can be brief, it can be lengthy. Whatever you got in mind, but we're going to play those on the show as kind of like a special special part of episode 200 uh, on the pod next week. So, again, check the podcast description for that uh, call number. We would love to hear from you on the show. And uh, Justin and Kyle, it's been a pleasure. This was a lot more fun than our Revolution Post show the other night. <laughs> more happy memories this time. It's so, pretty fucking good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good show. This was a good show. All right. So follow the follow the show on Twitter. It's at Top Rope Nation. We're on Instagram as well. Join that uh, Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion Group on Facebook. Daily posts going up from us and about 300 other people talking pro wrestling. We hope you all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.